0: Also, Lord, get ready to do training in the Word of God tonight. I'm excited about uh, what we're going to share. So grab your pens and pencils and uh, get ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say to us. And uh, I think it's, you're going to enjoy. <clears throat> very informative tonight. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come before your people with the Word of God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who's going to train us, teach us, inform us in the hour that we're living. And so Father, we ask that you anoint us to comprehend, to understand, to believe what we're going to hear tonight and make whatever necessary changes that we need to make as we move forward in the propheticness of God, as we see the return of Christ taking place. Father, we thank you for uh, your love, your grace, your mercy, your protection, your provision, uh, all these things that you make available to us through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for healing. We thank you for health. <clears throat> we thank you for wholeness in our lives, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for promotion. We thank you for elevation. We thank you for acceleration. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for all these wonderful things that you've given unto us. We know that all things are working together for our good, because we are called according to your purpose and design. Thank you tonight, as we move forward in this training tonight, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm gonna do my best to follow the Holy Spirit. I think it was Sunday morning. I had two uh particular messages uh, that the Holy Spirit was dealing with me on uh, in the mornings around five o'clock. I ministered to one on Sunday. And uh on confidence, uh stay confident. Tonight I want to deal with more of. of the patheticness of God and what's going on uh, in the time that we're living in. Uh, So go with me to Exodus. Might have to do a little bit of reading. uh, Try to paint you a picture, if I can. uh, What's taking place in the United States of America and around the world. Now, in verse uh, in Exodus chapter 2, verse 23, <clears throat> it says, And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed with reason of the bondage. And they cried, and they cried, and their cry came up to God by reason of the bondage, by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groanings, and God remembered the covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And the Lord looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them, O God, with remembering what he had promised uh, in the covenant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, we understand that uh, God preserved Moses to go forth and deal with pharaoh Uh, verse 11 let's go to um i'm sort of skipping around so just work with me Uh, uh, exodus chapter 3 of course you know god dealt with moses he saw the burning bush and all this and god gave him some divine instructions um well let's look at 3 7 let's look at 3 7 so i want to make sure you get a full picture of what the holy spirit is saying and, it said, and the Lord said, uh, Exodus 3 and verse 7, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt. I've heard the cry of their taskmasters, for I now know their sorrows. I have come down, watch this, I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land unto a good land, and enlarge unto a land flowing with milk, and honey, place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Prasites, and the Hevites, and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come up to me. And have seen, also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians have oppressed them. Verse 10, come now, therefore, I will send thee unto Pharaoh that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. Now I want you to think about Pharaoh uh, as I was, the Holy Spirit was giving me this. Uh, think about Pharaoh as the governor or the president of that day. He, the governor or the government of that day, Pharaoh was on the government. It was, we you, you didn't, no, didn't have no Republicans or the Democrats or the liberals. It was just Pharaoh. And so God's not telling Moses, I'm going to send you because the government is oppressing my people. The government is not doing what they're supposed to do on behalf of my people. And so I'm going to raise up a deliverer to go down to tell the government, you must let my people go. Now, what you need to understand in America right now that the church of Jesus Christ is under a type. Us being Christians, our Christian liberties is under a massive type with our government. Whether you realize it or not, we are under a And so the Lord began to show me this. It's in the same way as the day of Pharaoh, when Pharaoh, uh, when God heard the crowd of the people, the church had been crying out for change. So now we see uh, the government now is, is doing everything he can to keep the church from being a voice in the community. Uh, They're trying to take away some of the, uh, what I call perks that were given to the religious organizations, so forth and so on. Now, verse 11, and Moses said unto God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be the token unto thee, for I have sent thee. And thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God until this mountain. So, the purpose of bringing them out was so they can look unto God uh, and serve God and not be bound by not serving God. Verse 13 And Moses said unto God, But behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and they shall say, That the God of my fathers have sent me unto you, they shall say unto me, What is thy name? Who shall I say unto them? And God said to most, you tell him, I am that I am. And he says, thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me to deliver you. God is getting ready to send a major deliverance upon this earth. I got to hear what I'm saying. God's getting ready. Just like here, God used some things. Use Moses to go down to the government, speak to the government on behalf of God, say, listen, you can't oppress the people. You can't do this, you can't do that. Well, of course, we know that, uh, let's move forward. Um, I'm trying to make sure I don't uh, miss out with the Lord wants to miss out, but I've got to give you the picture, so please stick with me. Uh, you know that God sent Moses uh, to deal with pharaoh and of course pharaoh uh, would not let god's people go uh, moses would go and tell him what the lord has said and then pharaoh will rebut rebuttal what god had said and so it sort of frustrated moses if you let me say that because god told him that he was going to set the people free and then all of a sudden, he go down there to the government or to the ones that's supposed to set him free, and he defies God. Notice what it says He defies God and refuses to let God's people go. Now, stick with me. He refuses to do what the Lord told him to do because Moses would go down and re- rehearse what the Lord had told him to tell. To tell uh, Pharaoh, look at verse seven. Look at chapter seven. I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm giving you enough so you can picture what I'm about to say. I only have so much time. And the Lord God, verse uh, Exodus chapter seven, verse one. And the Lord God said to Moses, "See, I have made thee, made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh." he shall send the children of Israel out of this land. And I will hearten Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hands upon Egypt and bring forth my enemies and my people of the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt with great judgment. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord thy God, which stretch forth thy hand upon egypt and bring out the children of israel from among them and moses and aaron did so and the lord commanded them as they did so we see here god in the process of sending him to talk to pharaoh then in the process Pharaoh's heart is hardened, the government is hardened, they're turning against uh the things of god uh, the people of god and so god said i'm doing this because i'm getting ready to display Uh, to the government, my power, my ability, my strength. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we get ready to see a major awakening in the United States of America. God's getting ready to show the government of the United States that they are not bigger than him. Samana, say amen. I'm telling you that that and we can see it here, and the Lord begin to show this to me. They were right back in almost lining up with this. And now what happens was, all of a sudden now, God began to judge that land, Egypt or America. God began to judge them. And what happens now, things begin to go forward. Now, when, when he began to do this, the Bible says, now watch this, I'm, I'm just going to, the, the Bible says the water, The waters became blood. All of a sudden, God turned the water into blood. Now, all of a sudden, here comes judgment. So Pharaoh sees it, and Pharaoh's heart still doesn't bend. And then we see the plague of frogs coming. Now, all this is in God's prophetic plan. Back then, we see the plague of frogs coming. Pharaoh's heart still wasn't changed. Then we saw the plague of lice coming. Pharaoh's heart still wasn't changed. Swarms of flies came. Pharaoh's heart still wasn't changed. The death of Egypt's cattle still wasn't changed. The plagues of bulls uh, emblazed, and blaze, and they still wasn't changed. All this stuff started happening in Egypt, started happening among the Egyptians. Uh, Not among God's people, per se, but among the Egyptians. I'm trying to get you to see something here. Then the plague of hell and fire came. Now, God is doing this to prove to the government or to Pharaoh, there's no one bigger than me. I'm in charge, and I'm going to show you I'm in charge by allowing these things to come at you, and you won't be able to do do anything about it unless I allow it to happen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, then we see the plagues of locusts came. Just stick with me. Hallelujah. And then the plague of darkness came. See, all these things, remember God says, I'm going to show the government, I'm going to demonstrate my power to them because they don't believe that I'm who I say that I am. And in America right now, most of our government officials do not believe in God. So, therefore, they fight the things of God, Christianity, freedom of religion. And so, there's an attack against the church. It's an underlying attack. Uh, I'm here to make you aware of that so you know how to pray. We'll get into that just for a few minutes. And the last plague was the plague of death. In verse 11, now go to chapter 11. I just want to show you. So when you see, you see the COVID came. Then you see Delta virus came. Well, I've got to let you know, there's some more stuff coming. I don't know what's coming, but it's all designed to show the people God is still God. That's why we have to maintain our faith. We can't cave in, can't throw in the towel. We're going to have to trust God. I'll give you something in just a few minutes. Now, trying to move, trying to take my time and just give you where we at. See, America government is being challenged by God, and they're going to see that there's no power greater than God, whether you are Republican, whether you are a Democrat, whether you are a liberal, whether whatever you are, God is still God, and we ought to get a good amen to that. God's still in charge. This is his earth. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness therein, and all that there is in, belong to God, according to Psalms twenty-four. And we got to understand this. Now, uh, uh, Exodus chapter eleven, and the Lord said unto Moses, Exodus eleven and one, and the Lord said unto Moses, Yet I will bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards. He will let you go hence. When he shall let you go, he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether. going just get rid of you. Verse two, speak now in the ears of the people and let every man borrow his neighbor. So now here comes the wealth transfer. God says, I got one more plague. They're going to get you out of here so fast. But before you go, I want you to go and borrow everything you can from them. Now, that don't even sound right, but it was designed for God to display his power and his effectiveness and his ability to the Egyptians. Now, watch this here. Speak now to every one of the people, man to bar his neighbor, everyone. Uh And verse three, and the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land, in the sight of Moses' servant, and the sight of the people. Now, we know that, that there was a the, the death spirit of death came, and the Lord told him to put the blood on the doorpost. That's why we keep telling y'all to apply the blood. Don't forget about that. and and in verse number chapter number 12, it talks about the Passover. It talks about them taking the blood, putting it on the lentil, putting it over everything. Uh let's look at verse 12, 13 real quickly. Real quickly. Uh, because I got in the mood real quickly. He says, verse 13, and the blood should be uh, to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague should not be upon you to destroy you when I spite the land of Egypt with this last plague. That's why we keep emphasizing, put the blood on you. Put the blood on your children. Put the blood on your family the blood on your father just cover yourself with the blood of Jesus and use wisdom that's that's the key because he said now when I see you doing this when this plague go through the land it's going to pass over you it's not going to affect you now that's so so important because God now used this time where he's showing his power to the government and to the land God is causing the monies to go into the hands of his people. Get what I just said, God start allowing the money to go into the hands of his people. This is where we get the word, the wealth transfer. In the middle of a pandemic, in the Bible, there was a supernatural wealth transfer. Favor of God hit supernaturally. They began to release the stuff into the people as They left the land, praise God, loaded with what God wanted to have, praise God, and then when when, when uh, Pharaoh pursued them when it was at the Red Sea, I'm moving forward, was at the Red Sea then God closed the Red Sea on Pharaoh and his army, God's judged them to the place he killed them. Why? Because they did not yield to God. All I'm saying is God is dealing with America in the aspect of judgment because they have not yielded to him. Uh they've been fighting him. They're bringing all these different laws into the land. Uh they're 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 allowing laws now to go against his values. And so so therefore that the it's being judged. Thank God he didn't do us like Sodom and Gomorrah and just burned everything up. Thank God, at least we we, we have a, a tendency to to, to fight through this thing uh, and watch God move in a supernatural way. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we're seeing with this COVID-19, is that it's 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 the plague of God trying to get the government and the people to see and turn themselves to God. And that's what the Church of Jesus Christ commit. in. That's what we got to stand, because we got to stand for God no matter what's going on. We can't run from God, we can't hide from God, we got to stand for God, we got to testify of God, and we got to let people know God is still in control. No matter what's going on, God is still in control. Now, real quickly, I want you to go to Romans. Go to Romans chapter 9. Real quickly, Romans chapter 9, verse number 17. Romans chapter 9, verse number 17. I'm going to read this at the Passion Bible. It's going to make sense. So, uh, we're getting ready to see a mighty move of God. Uh, and I believe we in the time of Isaiah 6, the rise and shine for the light is coming, darkness is uh, come upon the earth and grows darkness, and the glory of the Lord shall be seen. So I'm, we're getting ready to see a massive demonstration of God's power and glory like we never seen before. We're in that time that we've been, God is prepping us for, because people are going to run to God when the glory starts falling. With signs and wonders and demonstrations and manifestations. You ain't going to have to beg nobody to go to church. They're going to be running you down to get with you to go to church. Why? Because God's glory is going to be manifest in such a mighty, mighty way. Now, watch Romans chapter 9, verse 17. Look at this now. Romans 9, 17. It says, for just as God said to Pharaoh, he was sent it to the government. I raised you up as a ruler of Egypt for this reason. I put you there for this reason. That I might make you an example of how I demonstrate my miracle power. Oh, glory be to God. I'm telling you, America is about to see a demonstration of God's miracle power. Some on on a shot, Glory to that. I'm telling you, you are about to see one of the greatest moves, one of the greatest demonstrations of God's power ever, ever seen before. So we just got to stay in faith, keep holding on, keep praising God, because they're about to be demonstrations like you've never seen before on the face of this earth. Now, let me keep it. For by example of how I deal with you, my powerful name will be a message Will be a message, will be a message proclaimed throughout the earth. Did you see that? For by the example of how I deal with the government, my powerful name will be a message proclaimed throughout the earth. They're gonna, I mean, the word of God is gonna start going forward like that before. The Jeep, God's name, uh, they're gonna be trying to. Uh, find out all they can about in the name of God, the name of Jesus. They're not going to be running from it; they're going to be running to it. But things have to get like this for them to realize they need God to get them out. There's no other person can get them out but God. So it's a setup for God to demonstrate His miraculous power. Now, what do we do? What do we do while this is going on? Okay, go to me to second. Go to me to Second Chronicles. Stick with me. I'm almost finished. Second Chronicles 7, 14. I believe it is. is. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Let me find it. <clears throat> Some honor, shout hallelujah. Some honor, shout glory to God. Praise his wonderful name. Now, in, I'm reading out there, message Bible In 2nd Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, I'm going to start at verse 12, because it reads 12 through 18 here. God appeared to Solomon that very night and said, I accept your prayers. Yes, I have chosen this place as a temple of sacrifice, a house of worship. If I ever shut off the supply of rain from the skies or order the locusts to eat the crops or send plagues among my people, and my people, my God-defined people, responding, respond by humbling themselves, praying, seeking my presence. Listen. Here's what we do. While, while God's getting ready to do his, his grandeur of displaying his power, God said, my divine people respond by humbling themselves, praying, seeking my presence, and turning their bikes on their wicked lives. I will be ready for you. I will listen from heaven, forgive their sins, and restore their land to hell. What? Do you see that? Restore the land to help. Bye-bye COVID-19. Bye-bye Delta virus. Bye-bye pneumonia. You see it? I will restore the land. The land. Because God judges the land to help. From now on, I'm, a, I'm alert day and night to the prayers offered at this place. Believe me, I have chosen and sanctified this temple that you have built. My name is stepped on it forever. My eyes are on it and my heart is, my heart in it always. As for you, if you live in my presence as your father David lived pure in the heart, actually living the life i set out for you attentively obedient to my guidance and my judge judgments. Then I'll back your kingly rule over Israel. Make a sure thing on a sure foundation. The same covenant guarantee I gave to David your father, I'm giving to your name. You can count always having a descendant on it. So, in other words, he says, Listen, my covenant is extinct. The same thing I said to David. I say to Abraham, Isaac, and and, and and to Jacob, I'm saying to David, he said that same covenant, I'm backing my life, my power on that covenant that I established over 2,000 years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, we getting ready to see one of the greatest, magnificent demonstrations and moves of God's power that we've ever seen before. And the earth, the right, the land is getting right for the healing power of God. To be restored back to health. Because when they start crying out to God. Calling on Jesus. Calling for God to help them. To save them. And here come the power. Here come the miraculous saving power. Here come deliverance. Here here come healing. Ladies and gentlemen. That's. Where we at. In the body of Christ. In the prophetic timeline of God. What we see it right now. On this earth, as God set it up for a great awakening, a great revival that's going to usher in the return of Christ. So I wanted everyone to be on here so you can know and understand what we where are we at, what's happening, and God, the Holy, God, the Holy Spirit gave this to me, so I'm giving it to you, so you will stay confident, stay, stay full of boldness and courage. That God is getting ready to show Himself strong on the face of this earth to everybody. Everybody gonna see. everybody gonna know from the right, from the white house to the smallest house, they're gonna see God's dynamic power. Aren't you excited? Ain't you excited about that? Man, I got so blessed when the Holy Spirit starts showing me this. He, he says a setup. He said, I'm getting ready to show. The people that don't know me, the people that have denied me, the people that are turning their backs on me, they're gonna know for sure that I am that I am. Just like I told Moses going out, they're gonna know that I am that I am. I am the God that liberty, I'm the God of the universe, I'm the God of all power. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's pray, let's humble ourselves, let's seek his presence. Let's turn from our wicked ways. And God's going to hear him. God's going to bring the land back to hell. So let's pray for this revival coming in. Let's pray for God to demonstrate his power. That's what we do now. And we seek his presence. When we're doing that, he's working on behalf of the body of Christ. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this tonight as much as I have. Uh, I hope it have opened some things up. What's going on? Uh, have moved some confusion out of your mind. And now you can get in the spirit and know, God, I see what you're doing now. I know how to pray. I know how to believe. I know what to expect. Amen. 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 Well, praise God. Well, tonight you have opportunity to worship God in your giving. It's opportunity, to, you know, the church is run by tithes and offerings. Uh, Minister John is going to put online the opportunities for you to give, for you to sow. Uh, your ties, your your offertorious seed towards God, and your seed for uh, the priest that is preaching and training you in the Word of God, according to Galatians six six. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. It has been a joy sharing this information with you tonight. Uh, I'm so happy he shared it with me. I wasn't even praying for it, and he brought it to me. To bring it to you. So get ready. We're praying, believing, expecting. God's ready to show his mighty miracle power. And the message of his name is going to go out to the whole earth. And we're going to see to it that it happens because we're going to pray, we're going to believe God, and we're going to expect God. And we're going to call on him to do exactly what he said he's going to do. So I want to encourage you. Stay strong. Stay bold. Stay in faith, stay in confidence. Don't let nothing, no one sway you from God. This is not the time to be swayed. This is the time to stand in the awesomeness of God. Well, again, Minister Jenna's going to uh, put on the line whether you can actually sow your seeds tonight. Listen, if you don't sow, your money won't grow. Uh, God can't take you. If you don't uh, honor him in the word of God, for his paying your tithes and offers. I'm not here to beat you up about it. I'm here to encourage you to do it. He loves you so much that he wants you to have the best. But Bible on the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. So long as you're willing, as long as you're obedient, you're going to eat all the good of the land that you need to eat. Now, this is our apostle Lord saying, I love you. I appreciate you. Uh, We'll be letting you know whether we're going to be back online or we're going to be at the church on Sunday. I will let you know. Uh, I'm still praying about it, see which way the Lord's going to lead us Uh, as we go. I want to decree this over your life. Grace, peace, increase. God bless you. We'll see you real soon.